Yeah. Yeah, whenever you're ready, bro. From the friend zone Mom trying to be I'm trying to reach the end zone You think I'm kind of sweet And you want to be friends though It's cool though Just don't try to play me For no fool yo Views from the friend zone Mom trying to be I'm trying to reach the end zone You think I'm kind of sweet And you want to be friends though It's cool though Just don't try to play me For no fool yo Yeah 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 Welcome to another edition of the Views from the Friend Zone podcast. Happy Memorial Day. Salute salute to all the veterans who served. We have a veteran in the building. Thank you for your service. (laughs) My pleasure, bro. My pleasure. But I'm also excited. This is the opening weekend of Thought Season. Hey, now, where them thoughts at? I was driving the streets. I'm seeing the booty shorts. I'm seeing the sundresses. I'm saying, Satan, I rebuke you. Cause I'm a married man and I shouldn't be looking. But I love the thoughts. Yes, you're single, so you can you can enjoy that. I you just love them that. from a distance. I, I ain't messing with them. <laughs> they told us we was gonna have a heat wave this weekend. Yesterday was brick. I, I borderline needed a, I needed a jacket. It was it was yeah, it was kind of cold, cool. especially when the when it got late. You know what I'm saying? So you know. But other than that, it's been a good weekend so far. Memorial weekend, you know. Everybody out there, everybody out there cooking, yeah. cookouts and I stuff. I had a barbecue yesterday. You know what I'm saying? I had a little situation. Lit. You know what? Shout out to Uncle Don's Kitchen. They did catering for the mm. event yesterday. The food was so good and delicious. I'm on a cleanse, but I had to sample some of the food. It was just like, oh, <laughs> that jerk salmon and the fried whiting. and Oh, my goodness. Was, I was in fat boy heaven yesterday. I'm not even going to hold <laughs> you. you, know you? What I'm I always tell people, like, I try to make holidays not about food. When you're trying to lose weight and trying to have a change of lifestyle, a lot of times you associate holidays with food. You can't wait for Thanksgiving. You can't mm-hmm. wait for the food you might have on Christmas and stuff like that. Fourth of July, you're going to hit mad barbecues. Memorial Day weekend, you're going to hit barbecues. Yeah. And I tell myself, enjoy yourself. Don't make it about food. food. Yesterday night was about food. (laughs) Shout out to Uncle Don's Kitchen. You can find them on Instagram. Uncle underscore Don's underscore Kitchen underscore. Look it up. Look it up. Food kind of good out of uh, Long Island, New York. You could have them, you know, cater your next event as well. But enough of the plugging. Also, shout out to to Live Life, Love Life, the brand. Oh, yeah. It's more than a lifestyle is a way of living. We just saw the 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 brand ambassador. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Simon Woodroff. But... Anyway, we're going to talk about, you know, a few things, different format. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Clifford Brock Banami's handling business. Shout out to Cliff. Amanda Haynes, a.k.a. Greedy, Greedy gut, gut with the little butt. Out there in Cali, I Cali. only said the little butt part because that's that's her tagline. I ain't looking at her butt or nothing like that. But. Nigga, you know you didn't look at her butt before. No, sir. No she sir. knows she got a little butt. No, sir. No, sir. Anyway, let, <laughs> let, let's talk about some things before we jump into the show. Let's talk about, like, you know, current events. Sports, you know, we know what the finals is going to be. It's going to be yeah. Golden State versus the Toronto. The six. You know what I'm saying? Nigga Drake, so, hype right now. I know now. some of our fans, he hype. the biggest sports fans, but it's a big deal to talk about the finals. So what do you think? I'm I happy for got Kawhi. Money. I already got money on Kawhi it, redeemed himself because people try to th- say he was soft or whatever because, uh, you know, Pop kind of dirty his name and we the North wrote out. Yo, why our memories are so short, though? They're doing the same shit to Braun right now. Yeah. Because he ain't in the but playoffs this Bron's year. Braun's going to come back dangerous next But he ain't in the playoffs this year. Like my man B.D. Singh said, it's dangerous. So That's everybody forgot he yeah. not great no more. He not the best in the game because he, whatever. But Kawhi was off last year. We act like we forgot how but good no, he was. But no, f- but he fell off. He wasn't in nobody top tens list no more. People were saying but he he's still didn't top fall 20. Off. He but just wasn't there. Perception, right? Because... It, we live in a society of you got to show me better than you could tell me. Mm-hmm. And that's why we fall for people IGs. Because people on Instagram, the bodies look crazy, money's <laughs> money's all good, shit like that. But guess what? In the background, like you see those pictures where dudes be like telling the girl, I'm in the club. But he laying on the wall with a pillow, standing up, about to turn up, but his <laughs> IG shows that he's laying in the bed kind of thing. So, you know, perception is more than reality. And then it's out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, because you ain't see the dude in a minute, you perceive him to f- fall off when 
He just he was getting better apparently because yeah. he he looked better than he was before. His game is phenomenal to me. He's like he's he was playing working. like the hybrid of Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan in one player, mm. scoring like mm. like Michael Jordan, but that defense tenacity. Even though Jordan was a good defender, Pippen was more long mm-hmm. arm intensity. Look at he made Giannis look like Giannis was a rookie the last four. Don't games. get it twisted though. That was a team defense. Yes, wait they. I think Giannis... They Giannis, switched up. Giannis, once, Giannis smacked Kawhi's stuff before. Yeah, he did. But and he once, took him to the rack a couple times. But once the coach it's switched Kawhi right, to be team. the main defender, Giannis looked nervous. This is the dude who's yeah. going to be the MVP. Right. And he looked like the lights was just too bright for him. Uh, you know, they say that. And I'm not doubting that Kawhi is a great defender. He's a great defender. Don't get me wrong. But that was a help type of situation. The entire Toronto Raptors team was defending Giannis. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they they did an excellent job. Um, I already put some money on the Raptors. I just don't believe in the Warriors. I don't I don't care. I don't I don't believe a team that good, even though they was able to come back and smack Portland around whenever they wanted. You constantly was down fifteen and seventeen in each game. Yeah. Like, why why? Did what are you doing? It? You can't do that. They 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 just straight up. You can't play around with a with a team who got a guy like Kawhi, yes. like that. You get yes. down by that many, Kawhi's gonna go for the he's doing, Exactly. So I, we'll see what happens. KD's not coming back. Yeah. They talking about Boogie coming back, and if he does, it's gonna make it even worse for them. Yeah, we'll he's see because he's gonna mess up with the chemistry right exactly. now. Exactly. Best that chemistry. chemistry. So okay. So I I hope we probably lost a couple of the. Women non-sports listeners, you know, we're <laughs> nah, going to bring it back. We're, we're going to bring it back. back. We're going to go into the relationship talk. We're going to talk about that in season. Mm-hmm. You know, for all the single people out there, this is your time to shine. The summertime, the weather's nice. The aromas are nice in the air. The eyes are looking at people. This is your time to shine. The, you know, like they always say, the summer's going to get the body that you give it. So, you know what I mean? It don't make no sense to kill yourself <laughs> in the gym right now. Just... Show me what you got. But we're going to talk about, you know, relationships. We're going to talk about when relationships take its soul. We're going to talk about, like, you know, when do we know that it's time, right? Some men, you know, I'm not even going to call them men. I'm going to call them F-boys. Some F-boys will break up with you because the weather is nice and they want to see what else they can get better. Some F-boys will break up with you a week before your birthday, a week before Valentine's Day, a week before... The anniversary, just so they can wiggle out of showing you something special. But we're not talking about that. We're going to talk about the actual expiration date on relationships, right? Because we've all been in a relationship that we stayed too long. We've all been in a relationship that, you know what? It wasn't working. It wasn't right for us. I mean, I get out too soon. (laughs) True. We'll we'll discuss that. But I think for the majority of people out there, we've all been in relationships that we held on too long or... We tried to make something work when it wasn't there, you know. Um, yeah, you're a man with many experiences, so you can definitely many shine your experiences onto us, right? So the first question, the first topic is expiration dates on relationships. The first sub question is, when is a good time to say enough is enough? Um, there's no good time. Mm-hmm. Um, when you can both agree, you know you and whoever you're dealing with can agree that, you know, this is just not working Mm -hmm. for whatever reason. Love is love, but um, I don't think we're going to grow together. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Because you you could be with somebody and be like, you know, it's cool. You know, we we get along. We have a decent relationship, but I don't see us elevating Mm -hmm. and getting further than where we're at. And if you want to find someone who can bring more out of you and you can grow with then that's what you got to go for you, see you what I'm said saying? something that was beautiful that I also want to put in my response to the question like when you can recognize the fact that not only we, we're not growing together but you could possibly remove the selfishness and say you know what there's probably somebody out there better for you for the person yeah. that I'm with so why hold them back and to me, that's I like that because that's growth. That's internal growth. That's just that's like hard to do. How many people we do. know, especially when you see these older dudes who like find these young things and like clamp them up, and it's just like 
they're kind of robbing them of their golden years, selfishly, knowing that they still haven't got their ish together. And sometimes it's vice versa as well. You know what I'm I've saying? I've never had a situation where, honestly, like somebody I was dealing with, I felt like somebody would be better for them. Maybe, no, 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 no. Let me, How many memes do you see on social media let when me the woman's just back. like, I'm the best thing you ever had? Or, let me take or, that or, back. You're going to find somebody better than me. Who are you going to date? I God? Wanna, I want to correct it. <laughs> Not that I didn't see like somebody would be better for them. I just felt like nobody could. There's not anything somebody else would do for them that I myself couldn't do. Now, the question is whether or not I was it willing to do it. It still sounds a lot no, of no, no, arrogance no, no, no. in that response. The but question I'll let you or not is whether or not I was willing to do it. Mm. And if I can tell myself I'm not willing to go that extra mile for her or I'm not willing to do what I need to do to elevate her in this relationship, then I have to say, well, you know what? I should let her go. And it goes the same for a woman with me. You know what I mean? What happens you get comfortable. We're comfortable with each other. Yeah. And and it's like, why give up a short thing for a what if type of thing? Because mm-hmm. you may not find what you're looking for afterward. And that's how people end up going backwards. Yeah. But I would say, like I said, there's no there's no uh, perfect time. But when you guys can both be mature enough and realize, like, I'll, we've plateaued in this relationship. Yeah. And either we're going to do something to take it to another level or we're going to part ways mm-hmm. and say, you know, it's not I, for me. I think the perfect time to say enough is enough is when the relationship becomes toxic. Mm. A lot of times we're in relationships where it's just like... But that's already soon, too late, bro. No, no but, too late. But, but hear me out. A lot of times we're in situations where you, you just realize you walk around with all this frustration, all this confusion, and it's just like, you know, the mere presence of the person. But you, you look at them and be like, Ugh. you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, yo, why continue to hold on? Another another thing is like you say, when it's just like, you know what? I know I can be much better for this person, but they don't and inspire I'm, me to, to be do, better. Exactly. For them. That's what I'm saying. And you said That's something. What I'm saying. You said something earlier that sounded cocky, but it's kind of like. I don't feel like when I'm in a relationship Everything with Everything I say sounds cocky. No, but <laughs> I don't feel like in a relationship, I'm not going to sit there and say that the person can't go out there and find somebody better than me. You mm. might find somebody that meet more of your needs. You might find somebody you find more attractive than you find me. You might find somebody who's, um, you know, damn, I can't even think of Just think things. of it like this, love language. A yeah, friend of you mine might someone speaking, who speaks a better love language. Exactly, right. she was talking to me but about that. But I just feel like when I'm in a relationship with someone, mm-hmm. you're gonna, you're gonna. To me, it's gonna be hard to find someone who's more committed and dedicated to trying to make you happy, trying to make us work. So I feel like I put my all into it. Maybe sometimes I might fall short. Women don't like that. Women don't like that guy. You know that? Speak they don't, on it. They don't like I, that I guy. feel like sometimes, oh, sometimes so I do get shitted on that. He's so committed I, I, and dedicated. I, I have got shitted on that. I can trust him. I don't have to worry about it. I've had they women, I've had women say to me, You're they my shit soulmate. On that guy. You're my soulmate, but I'm not ready to settle down with you. I still want to see they what's like, out there. Which like, means there was still more dicks they wanted to sample. I'm going to keep it a buck. There's still more escapades they wanted they to sample. They like that guy who say, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. I don't even know where he's at or if he's gonna come home. At you some hear this, point. ladies? <laughs> he's saying y'all I, love I, f boys. That sounds very f boy ish. I, I don't know. I don't know what to think, but I want him. You see what I'm saying? The confusion. The nigga you know you can you can um, plan your day to. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, he'll be home at five thirty. There's a new Wendy's commercial (laughs) where the girl breaks up a guy for being basic. Basic. He's dressed in all gray. He likes basic chicken (laughs) sandwiches. You like that I was so plain. His favorite favorite channel on the TV is the guy channel. You like, there's a lot of basic stuff. So she got a taste of that spicy chicken. (laughs) I think another good time to say enough is enough is when you just realize, like, this person's making you out of your character. This person makes you want to fight mm. angry. This person make you make decisions that, like, you know what? When you're in your right mind, you would never make those decisions, yeah. you know? No, I can, I'm, I'm going to get personal for a little minute. Okay. Um, in my last relationship, we got along pretty well. And I feel like when we broke up, it wasn't a matter of us, like, nothing drastic, dramatic really happened or whatever. It was a matter of 
I we had a situation the night before, and I thought about it. I slept on it, and then we talked about it the next day, mm-hmm. because I was like, I didn't want to make no rash decision when I was angry or upset, yeah. or you know, either one of us was like that. Mm-hmm. And then we had a discussion, and we had the when we had the discussion, that's when I realized like, I, and that's what I said this before on the show. My my favorite thing was somebody has said, um, don't wait to make a decision that you know you're gonna have to eventually make. Yeah, just make it. Mm-hmm. So I felt like eventually we were going to break up. It could have been six months from there, maybe a year, maybe two. Who knows? So you but knew eventually, enough was enough. I knew eventually it was going to happen. So I was like, why waste your time? Why waste my time? You know? And just from that conversation. And I felt like we ended on a good note, but mm-hmm. she probably felt different. Another thing, <laughs> another thing that people selfishly aren't ready to do when to like to evaluate when enough is enough is when you feel so on the verge that you you're so tempted to cheat on this person because your needs are not being fulfilled mm. your interests lacks and stuff like that don't get it twisted I fulfill when your you're needs in, baby when you're in a relationship long enough he ain't doing your it attention you. dwindles but you have to evaluate <laughs> to yourself like yo am i is my needs being met or am I bored? Because if you're just bored, you have to find a way to throw spikes back into the relationship. Mm-hmm. Try new things. Have new conversations. Challenge <laughs> your, your spouse or your partner and, and, and ask them to challenge you. But if you feel so mean that you're going to go out there and break their heart, if you can, end the situation. It, some people are like, nah, man, I just need to go scratch that itch and then come right back. But I feel like if you could yeah. avoid doing that, It takes a lot should. of maturity to do that. Like, uh, the peop- communication is always key in any relationship and a lot of people don't want to have that conversation yeah because how do you approach it like it's tough um you know i but, feel like i feel like we're kind of I, I feel the majority of boring time, now yeah but i feel the majority of time the people aren't really blindsided right it's yeah, no, it's they because know. people are spending time avoiding the topic yes yes right like most of the times when someone don't get this way. Some people get cheated on and they're completely shocked. And some people get cheated on and women be like, I knew when you started cheating because you started doing such and such. I was just kind of waiting to see if I could catch you or you would come to me. Right? Yeah. Women women, women have they great know. intuitions. They, they'll they they'll sense the energy. A lot of times women be like, yeah, I started to feel it, but I was hoping I was wrong and trying to avoid it kind of thing, you know? Shout out to the women's intuition. And it's funny how it's always right on Monday, like Monday Monday quarterback. Yeah. You Monday know what night I mean? quarterback. After Monday the night fact. quarterback after the fact. Oh, yeah, I knew it. And my intuition told me. Okay. But if I wasn't, your intuition would have been wrong. You would have never let it be known. Yeah. So you, you're always right. So the next question, is it better to call it quits than to spend time trying to make it work? Because I've known people who's been in relationships for 10 years, and it's been shaky since year three, but they spent seven years trying to figure it out. And I'm like, damn, yeah, you guys got 10 years under the belt, but seven of them 10 years was trash. What I would say to that is you you owe it to your partner to have the discussion. So if you feel like it's over, this relationship is plateaued, okay, you can't make that decision completely by yourself. Mm-hmm. That's all I'll say. You owe it to your significant other to at least say, hey, this is how I'm feeling. This is where I'm at. You know, what's your thoughts on it? You might see things different. They might open your eyes to something that you're not aware of. Mm-hmm. They might really, really want to make it work and are willing to, you know, do what they need to do to make yeah. you see things different. That's what you have to do. Um, so, I mean, you're not wasting your time. And it, it can be worth it, mm-hmm. but if y'all are, um, have the discussion and y'all are in somewhat of agree- agreement that, you know, well, I can understand why you feel that way, blah, 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 it, it's time to let it go. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I agree with what you're saying. I feel like effort has to be put out there, right? Like, don't get it twisted. Relationships are hard, right? Because you're taking two different people and yet you're forcing them to act as one, to have you know, consistent goals, consistent expectation, you know, for the most part, feelings and emotions that are in sync. So it's tough to get two people together. My thing is effort. Like, because a lot of times we want our spouses or significant others to change. And then sometimes we'll do something for a couple of days and then go back to old habits. That That's annoying, but I get it. But if, if the person you're communicating to, like, yo, 
you don't understand. This hurts me. I need you to change this. I need you to do this. And they're like shrugging you off or they're just like, you're always complaining and dismissing your needs. Yeah. To me, I just feel like, yo, <coughs> it's it's going to hurt to leave that situation, but it's better to leave that situation than to fight. To You know how tough it is to carry a relationship by yourself? Like, yeah. you know, like you're forcing everything to make everything right. A lot of and people the person do it. is just, a, the person is just a body with warm blood flowing through it. <laughs> but you're not getting nothing from it. Like, a lot of people life do is it. too short. I used to grow up because my mom and dad was together before my father passed for so many years. And I'm just like, yo, I didn't grow up in a divorce household. So I'm not quick to think the divorce thing. And then now my mentality is like, yo, if I really get unhappy and it's very toxic like that, I think I need to walk away. So what did you learn from that, that relationship with your mother, your mother and father? Because I, I just, think kids I, are a lot in, in relationship where they have children together. That is kind of why one party may feel it's worth it and I need to make this work as opposed if, to if there's if, none. If you speak to a lot of Caribbean women, you always hear stories of how Things were tough, but they stuck it out for their kids and things of that nature. And I know my moms and dads had, had rough times. And my moms, you know, you know, for the most part, she loved my father. Don't get it twisted. But she also endured a lot of things because of the kids. I mean, I don't have children, so I can't speak for that. But Do you think me, she would have stayed if it wasn't for you? I don't know. But to me, my thing about it is if I'm that happy where I can't function, where it's like it's toxic to me. You mean that unhappy? That, I, I said, that, said happy. that happy. Yeah. I'm sorry, Freudian slip. <laughs> if I was that unhappy, then to me it's just like it's a waste of time, right? Because we have such a short lifespan. Yeah. As a black male, I'm not in the greatest health and stuff like that. God, I want to live to 90. But let's just say, God forbid, I don't live to that long. How many of my years yeah. could have I wasted we not being happy? We really don't realize that, you know, how short this life can be. And I'm just realizing honestly about that and that's why um psa to all the ladies this is why i'm trying to be committed mike <laughs> mm -hmm. i'm looking for somebody who i can share life with on a serious level you know what i'm saying and grow with and enjoy the different things that life has to offer instead of going from this one to that one because like you were saying life is short you don't realize it but life is short and you know, some people be like, oh, I have time. I'll find somebody this down the third. Yo. It get it late early. It get late early. Exactly. Yo, if, if, if you don't take no, none of the jewels we ever drop on this show, understand that it gets late early. Because before you know it, you in your late 30s, mm -hmm. no, no, late 30s, early 40s, no functioning relationships. Bad relationship after bad relationship, thinking to yourself, you know what? My Prince Charming or my princess is around the corner. And you don't take no self-inventory. We have to take self-inventory. Yeah. Whenever you're ready to make that next step in life, you got to evaluate yourself. You got to see, okay, what are my actions that I've been consistently doing and what results have they produced for me? Don't get it twisted. Relationships is a two-way street, but at the same time, it's the energy you put out there. You know my next, saying? my next love is gonna be something magnificent. Okay, and you, I you know, know and not to put you on the spot, but you said that you're trying to find someone to make you a committed person. You know, no, 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 not to make me a committed person. Okay, I have already set it up in my mind that that's what I'll be. Okay. I'm trying to find somebody to reap the benefits. So of what I'm putting out there since it's start season, right? <laughs> and, and 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 the people out there looking for love, right? Because part. Not everyone comes into thought season wanting to thought. You exactly. come into season trying to see what you can attract from the universe. Yeah. So what will it take to make open shirt poppy the committed <laughs> person you're talking about being? It's no one or one specific thing that it would take. Okay? Because I've already put it in my head. That's the first part. I have to, no matter how crazy a chick is, how bad she is, and we're going to get into that, how much she... Got all the assets or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I have to have it already in my head that this is what I'm going to do going into it. 
Like, I, instead of I'm going into it just to have a good time or see what's up, I'm going into it to see if this could be, you know, my future, mm. if she's worth that. So if I bring it back to the question, it was, is it better to call it quits than to spend time making it work? Do you think you've been historically calling it quits and not trying hard enough to make it work? Yes. Yes, because... How are you going to change that? Um... Well, I, I've grown through growth, you know, I'm, and I'm not going to I'm not going to get that deep into a relationship with somebody unless I feel that it's worth it. Mm-hmm. So if I get deep into the relationship with them, therefore, I know that this person wor- is worth my efforts and that extra, you know, attention and whatever it is that I need to do to make it work. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? As opposed to just saying like, Oh, I'm feeling you. You feeling me? We good. We vibe. Let's just play it by ear. Let's just, you know what I mean? Because that's what I, I did a lot. I just let it play out as it may. Mm-hmm. I'm somebody who, what do you say? Go by there. Not, not, not like the wind blows, but you know, I just let things rock out. Yeah, as they may. You let things play its course. Yeah, but now I'm instead of doing that, I'm actually going in with a plan of action. Mm-hmm. You see, what I'm saying taking charge. So things will. I, I believe they'll turn out differently, especially once I find that specific woman. Mm-hmm. And if I'm willing, and I feel like all of those relationships that I cut out on that mm-hmm. didn't work out, if I would have put the extra effort in each of them, they would have worked. They would have worked. I just, I just wasn't willing to do it. So, so what made you lazy about not putting the work in? I would say partly my mindset. Mm-hmm. On well, <laughs> to quote my old girlfriend Kristen, <laughs> I'm a bad bitch. I can get another. <laughs> so you, know so you felt that you were I can a get bad, another one. You were open shirt poppy. Nah, so, I was just like so that revolving door is gonna keep revolving. I was just a lot of people staying in relationships sometimes too because they don't believe like they can do better. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I was always in the mind state. Well, not that I could do better, but. I'm sure I'll find someone. I'm not worried about being by myself yeah. for the rest of my life. I wasn't worried about that. So you're not, I'm not going to fear myself into staying in this situation. Um, I, it's funny because, you know, knowing what to call it, because you're trying to make it work. That's that's the uh, inspiration behind the podcast named Views from the Friend Zone. I spent four years in the friend zone with a girl that, to be honest with you, I never thought was like, oh my gosh, I can't get a girl who's better than her. Oh my gosh, I thought this woman was that incredible. I was just trying to make it work by myself. And then every time I was just like, I'm done, she would say stuff like, you're my soulmate, or please stick around, give me a chance to grow, BS. If she think about the stuff she said now, she'd probably be like, I said that? Damn, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's like, you mm-hmm. know. That's, that's, that ain't And I thing. didn't learn to how to call it quit. And I, I, I she think knew I how could, to keep you mm-hmm. just dangled the close fruit. enough. It's yeah. like the carrot in front of the horse kind of thing. I've been and recently friend zone. I've been recently friend zone. I was young. Surprise, surprise. I, you could do, <laughs> I was young. So at the time, it was just like, you know, she met certain criteria that I dreamed about as far as wanting my mate to be. My, my wife to be, mm. you know, culture. We had the same culture, very ambitious, very intelligent, good conversation. Physical. The physical wasn't completely there, but me oh, being okay. me being a big dude all my life, mm-hmm. I always felt like I had to convince women to be like, you know what? I don't look like Shamar Moore, but I'm still a good dude. So I always felt like I never looked at a woman and said, she's not built like Holly Berry, then it's a rat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I Obviously, it's it's tough to be two big people in a relationship, and then you know sex becomes like wrestling or some shit like that. I just but gotta have some bricks. <laughs> but <laughs> I also said that I wasn't going to like completely ignore someone if our vibes was dope and they wasn't shaped like they should have because I was never really shaped and still yeah. not shaped like I should have. But I, you know, I said that she has such such good qualities to me: smart, intelligent. Our chemistry was great. Vibes was good. That's looks, a big deal. Looks wise, looks to me, I thought she was pretty. Mm-hmm. I didn't think she was, oh my gosh. But I thought she was pretty and you know what? She had good qualities. But she never saw me as anything more 
than the dude she wanted in the friend zone. Mm. But she loved my attention so much mm -hmm. that every time I tried to break away, she would try to be like, no, 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 we could be in a relationship. No, 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 just give me time and we'll be where we need to be. And it's, 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 God, thank God that was in my early 20s. Yeah. You shouldn't, I shouldn't have went that in my early 20s. That should have been some teenage stuff and you grew out of it. But I bloomed late in that kind of situation. So I say that to say this, spending time trying to make it work when you're not, you're not getting that equal participation is a big time waste of your life. Mm -hmm. Only thing I can't, I could say, I always say that I think that situation because it taught me the patience I needed to be a married man and to work out with my wife. I don't think if I didn't have that, that lesson, yeah. my patience would have been not where it needed to be. So the mm -hmm. last question on this topic is, <clears throat> is entering into relationships with conflicting expectations the kiss of death for the relationship? Right? Because even before you answer that, I want to mm -hmm. give us some, right? Because a lot of times when a man or a woman are honest, but the honesty is not what we want to hear, we enter the relationship saying, okay, this is not what they want, but I feel like I can convince them that they want something differently. I think that's and more that's what women. hurts. I, I didn't want to say women, that. right? Because every you didn't want to say it. I'm no, saying listen, it. Listen, every time that's I make a generalization, do. the women be like, oh, no, you're generalizing. No. But you feel that way? I I feel that way, honestly. And like I said, I feel like women do it more than anything because I kind of agree, willing, but I want it to be Men are willing PC. to accept a woman for what she is when we get involved with her. That's who we are attracted to. That's who we expect. Yeah. Now, women, on the other hand, which may be a good thing, but usually a bad thing, they have the foresight, and they see a man, and they're like, mm, he's okay. And I but can make I can. him better. <laughs> exactly. That's why we're exactly. best friends. Because that's my philosophy. That's how I can make him better. I always say a man meet a woman and be like, yo, she's everything that I want. Mm -hmm. I pray to God she never changes. And a woman be like, he got a lot of things that I like, but I can make, make him better. better. <laughs> you know, and, and they, they they probably didn't get discouraged. And sometimes they do though. They do. They, but they upgrade you, right? But sometimes that tire wow. you kicked on the car is the actual car that you got. I just thought about this. You know what happens in those situations? It, it just dawned on me because mm -hmm. I always thought, oh, a woman, she always wants to make a man better, right? And then when he's not what she wanted, or doesn't become what she wanted. Then she's mad or whatever, whatever. It's not that she's mad at you or us as the man. She's mad she's at herself because she failed, right? Because she believed I can make him better. <sighs> Yo, <laughs> she was like, I know I can, and he has this potential and that potential, yeah. and then it doesn't happen, mm -hmm. and she's like, I failed. But you know, some sometimes a woman will see the potential in us. And then we fail to reach that potential. And you know what? The woman saw it, and we never lived up to it. Sometimes, sometimes... It goes back to what we just said in the other, the other But discussion. sometimes it's not even just her expectations. Mm -hmm. It's just that she saw it, you were on that track. Does she make you want to be better? Mm. Right? Does she make you want to go that extra effort? Make this work? Yeah. Are you inspired by her to do so? Mm -hmm. Or him, whatever? You know, is your spouse ex inspiring you to want to do that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if they're not, and you're like, well, I'm willing to just let it go, then that's when you know. That's when you know. This is not for me. It's not going to work. I think, the I think it's a kiss of death when you enter a relationship with expectations that aren't, you know, honest and not equal and communicated right because if you want something from a man or a woman and you kind of put timelines out there and you kind of put honesty into relationship the effort into the relationship consideration knowing that a person has shortcomings try to help them with their shortcomings and it just never matures into what it needs to be what level you, of expectations you put, we talking about but you put every you put what you needed to put into it and you have to decide if that situation 
is right and wrong. For what, instance, what level of expectations are we talking about, though? Are you like, I just expect this nigga to have a job? I expect yeah, him there, there's to levels, take me out every now and again. But I'm just saying, like, you I know, you got into a relationship because you know. saw this person's potential, this person's background, this person's energy, this person's mindset, and then you said, you know what, this is someone I can build with, and I want to build with them. And I eventually want us to be in a committed, healthy, growing relationship. Mm-hmm. And then you tried for six months, a year, year and a half, two years come, and it's just like we're enjoying each other's company, but we're not growing. Mm. I feel like in this day and age, if you're in our age group, the 35 and older mm-hmm. crowd, then to me that's a flag. Don't get it twisted. I can't tell you that the right number you should date someone before y'all get married to take it to that next level is a year and a half, two years, et cetera, et cetera. I just feel like with where we're at in life, we've had enough time to make mistakes. We had enough time to know what we like in relationships and what we don't. So mm-hmm. if you approach a relationship with that mindset, with that expectation, and someone's not meeting you there with the effort, with the, with the vision, with the discussion, with the communication, then you have to let it go or you have to realize that, yo, you're settling and you're sabotaging your own happiness. Let it go. Let, let it, it go. go. But, right? but dudes all the time tell a woman like, yo, I'm yeah. not ready to be in a relationship. I'm feeling your vibe. I'm attracted to you. We have a good fun time. Mm-hmm. Let's kick it and see where it goes. I can understand how a woman be like, okay, He's not saying all the keywords that I want to hear, but you know what? He's open. He's open to things growing. He hasn't said, "Nah, this is just sex, this, that, and the other stuff like that." Let's see where it goes. It's it's to me. It's this one of those. Okay, this is a this is like space. That's a possible. That's not a book. <laughs> That's not a guaranteed situation. I was That's a space possible. Yesterday, right? Possibles wasn't flying. <laughs> but I feel like a lot of times Possibles people hear flying. that the person says, "I just want physical." I don't want us to go on dates. I don't want us to 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 go on trips. We could go, we could get something to eat from the time to time, but you know, I just want a physical situation. I'm not emotionally ready for anything more. And then people hear Sounds these like honest things. Sounds like go me. into a situation, spend a year or so, and then say, "Oh man, that person fooled me." Mm-hmm. No, you fooled yourself. Yes, they did fool themselves, and I recently had a situation just like that. Oh, okay. But do you care to expand or no? <laughs> you can say no, but we can move on. <laughs> nah, I'm not gonna expand on it, but okay. I will say this, and this sums it up. Women are probably the best communicators, but they are definitely not the best listeners. Because they have some bars. I was bars. just gonna say you communicate well. But what you get back, if you don't like it, you don't process it the way you Don't process it. Don't hear it the same. You said that? Yes, I did say that to you on this date. That's why it's best to have text conversations because then you can go back and show them because they they just don't hear it. You know, they don't hear what you said or they hear it, but it sounds like something different to them. Like you speak in a different language, but they, oh, yeah, okay. You know, and so. men do it too. We be like, uh huh. Sometimes we uh huh. Nah, I literally don't be listening. It's not that. Oh. <laughs> what you say? I, I didn't hear it. I literally don't hear it. But if I hear a woman say something to me on what it is she expects or what it is she wants from our relationship or situation, I I listen. Now there have been times where I heard it, but I was like, I'm gonna still do what I want to do. You know what and I'm saying? You have to deal with the consequences of that. I'm a, I'm gonna be persistent with it, but I always hear it. I I don't ignore it. I don't hear something different. I heard what you said. You know what I mean? But all right, so we're gonna move on to the next topic. Yeah. And like I said, this is thought season. This is the opening weekend of the thought season playoffs, right? Down, it's about bust to get down, serious, right? And then we bust also bust know bust that down. when the weather's nice and the flesh is showing mm. and then the, the, the outfits flesh. are a little tighter, Not the shorts flesh. are a little shorter, oh. it's more flesh out there. I seen one in Men being visual, visual creatures. Women are visual creatures as well, but men, I feel more so, we kind of get like, Dan-na. we could become jaws. <laughs> Right? So it's like an attack. So the next topic is a big butt and a smile. Right? 
You never trust a big button to smile. That girl is poison. Right? So poison. I, I thought about poison. that line and I thought about how this season, She's this weekend dangerous. is the opening of that, right? Shout out to my homegirl, Dolores. Mm. Um, Dolores? Yes. Who, uh, she put up this uh, meme and it said, sexual tension will have you so effed up and delusional. Have you seen connections and potential in people that you should have nothing to do with? Mm. Right? And to me, that's the big button to smile. Right? Yeah. Or for ladies, that's the tall, so, dark, and handsome. Sweatpants the sm- with, the, with the imprint. <laughs> yeah, with the, with the, the eggplant yeah, imprint. You know, or, 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 or the dimples and the smile that, that, that makes you weak kind of thing. Right? Bruh. So the first sub question on the big button to smile topic is: Can you make a relationship work when physical was the only reason why you got into that relationship? How many dudes, baby moms, is because she had a fatty but nothing else? Mm. Yeah, you know. Hence, neither one of my um, children's mothers have fatties, which is crazy. Because yeah. I do a love guy. a fatty. I'm yeah. a fatty guy. <laughs> I do love a fatty, but, but but that's how it is, right? That's how it is in life. Like yeah. you have attractions, uh, and then you have you know connections, right? Connections. Because yeah. if you go through my, I've I've had women call me out and say like, "Yo, I went through your IG and you follow all these big butt Instagram <laughs> models and stuff like that," and like I thought better of you. I'm like, "Yo, I'm a visual creature." Sometimes, but they can see who you following. Yeah, you can mm. see you can see whoever. If I go to your page right now, I can see who follows you, and I can see who you're following. Oh, Instagram, oh. right? That's how IG works. That's a lot of research. Yeah, but but so I and, and I following. say that to say this: Don't get it twisted. I love, <laughs> I love women. I love the interaction flesh. of women. I love. He loves the flesh. No, but I love the connection. I love the conversations you can have. Connection with women. means ass. No, but. <laughs> <laughs> On a serious note, like, you know what? That's why I have a, I have a lot of women friends around me because I love the conversations yeah, I can have. I love the female um, right? Like, you know, I, I'm married, so it's not like I love, I can say anymore that, oh, I love, you know, being, you know, interacting with women in that kind of way. But I can say that, you know, I, I love still having conversations. I say that to say this. I'm still a visual person. Sometimes you're scrolling through the gram and then your Explorer page or something, you see somebody with a crazy picture. Sometimes you tap. Sometimes you follow. Obviously, you should be conscious of who you follow or not. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't necessarily. It's like Instagram to me. It's just like yo, that shit is TV. That's not real life. If you Instagram could be positive and it could be falsehood. Exactly. So men don't it can be made up. And then to me, it's like if you judge me on the people I follow on IG, these women who use like, how could you follow them? She has three point five million followers. So I'm not unique. I'm like not me. unique into following her. I thought better of you. Yeah. So. To get back to the topic, can you make a relationship work when the physical is the only reason why you got into the relationship? Mm. Right? Um, uh, Yes, I think so. Because the physical may be the only reason why you got into the relationship, but as you you get into the relationship, you learn about that person. Yeah. So it's a crapshoot. Yeah. You know, um, it's just like when you meet anybody new, you don't know what they're all about. You don't know who that person really is. Yeah. You have an attraction to them, yeah. whether it be from a smile, a big booty, big tits. He got muscular arms, nice yeah. chest, whatever. The physical's an icebreaker. Yes. It's so, an icebreaker. Now, it's up to you to once you get there to decide, man, is this going to develop into something or not? It, it, but, but to answer the question, it can. It can. Now, normally does it? <laughs> No, 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 normally it doesn't. If that's what you, you know, it's like, yo, shorty is bad. I want to holler at her. Yeah. And then you're like, yo, I can't talk to her about nothing. Yeah. But that fatty is crazy, so I got to, you but, know what I mean? Like I said, it's, 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 like, it's the icebreaker, it's the calling card, right? Because yeah. you could be like, damn, the way that outfit's looking, the fatty, this and another and the smile is crazy and then guess what you have a conversation with them and they're amazing yeah then it's like oh my like god you hit the holy grail right <laughs> and then you can have that same situation and she's like I love yeah but I like oh, and you like no and she starts talking like yeah and these niggas was trying to holler at me but I don't fuck with them like I hope you ain't one of those bum niggas and you know like, what I mean All right. Mm. Have a nice day. Yeah. Okay. You know? I am one of those niggas. Get out of here. <laughs> but I do think the physical 
situation can work. I just don't feel like. I feel like that's the that's the lottery, right? Like you can make money off the lottery. Mm-hmm. It's just not likely that you make money off the lottery, no. right? No. Scratch offs. You'll play ten scratch offs. You might win two. Mm-hmm. Maybe the two scratch offs you won made you all your money back and a profit. But most of the time, it doesn't. That makes it all worth it. You got to think about it. Don't don't use scratch-offs because there's a different mind state as a gambler. Okay. With a gambler, the the happiness is not in the win. The happiness is in the the thrill, the gamble. Hmm. When when you're not sure, Mm -hmm. you're putting that money down. That's just to get inside a little gambler's mind real quick. Hmm. It's not even about the win or the loss. It's about that rush you that get, thrill, that, that thrill, yeah. and it's like that I in relationships it. sometimes too. It. That rush, that chase. Mm-hmm. Ooh, That's chase. why for some people, the physical <laughs> can lead into a long-lasting relationship, right? Because the way the person puts it on you, or vice mm. versa, is just like, man, they got a lot of potholes in their situation, but, but that just makes me feel good. You know what I mean? When that chemistry is popping, yeah. But see. Let me tell you something. I um, have been weak to the flesh. Definitely not going to lie about that. Mm-hmm. And um, probably made some bad decisions because of that. Yeah. You know, but I'm hearing from what I've been told, this is like speaking to people, relationships, whatever. It's so much better when you are able to be with somebody, sleep with somebody, and you have that um, connection, mm-hmm. you know, like, it goes past just the physical. Yeah. That person is real dope, and y- y'all can really, you can vibe with them. You know, that's when you get the love. And then you add that to the already high um, chemistry aspect because of their yeah. physical attributes, and it just takes it to a whole nother level. So that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for that because a chick with a bad body, first of all, we've seen the tape with Kim Kardashian and Ray J., not just just because she got a good body don't mean she could fuck. <laughs> yeah, she might be whack. Or black China. <laughs> oh, black China. Yeah, like come on, bro. You got all of this and this. You whack. Yeah. So don't 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 get it twisted. Just because her body's banging don't mean it's gonna be a good time. But you know, if you start off with that and then you come to find out that she has more substance to her, it's like wow. You know, this is amazing. Yeah. See know? me, I'm I'm niche physical, right? Like. I'm not every what niche. What the niche physical, right? So, and when I say that, it's can just you like, dumb it down for our audience who don't know what the hell niche physical? Is? Okay, so for instance, me, current build. I have, I find some women who say I'm cute. I carry myself well, but they're not attracted to me physically. So I have a small. I have a population of women who like big dudes who are funny, who's mm. cute. Like a dude with a little tummy for some reason, like a big dude to, to hold on to a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And that's my niche. That's the kind of oh. woman. I thought it was niche. Is it niche? Niche? You could say it's like tomato, <laughs> tomato. That sounds but like, you'll hear niche? some people say niche. niche. I say niche. But some okay. people say niche. I got you. Now I got you. Right? So, But I, I say that to say this. I've never had a situation where some, someone was just wanting to kick it with me just because they was just oh my gosh, I can't get you out of my head kind of thing. I've been in situations where it's just like, yo, her body's just crazy that I can't get it out of my head kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So I've never been in a relationship where it was just, I just was drawn to the person physically. You know what I'm saying? But you're saying you have. So let me get to the next question, right? Is there a physical relationship that you had that you miss? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Expand upon that. The year sounds deep, you know what I mean? So expand upon that. Um, Well, it was like she didn't have the greatest body, Mm -hmm. but I appreciated her body. Her body fit well with mine. And when we we got down, like it was just a a good, you know, match. Mm -hmm. Like we didn't didn't fit perfectly um, as a couple. But we fit perfectly sexually. Yeah. That's what happened. You know what I mean? So it was like, she had a nice body. She had, you know, good assets. Not the the biggest, the baddest. You're not going to be like, oh my God, damn. She was just right. Like the third bed in Goldilocks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This is too hot. This is is just right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what happened. It was like physically, um, 
it was just right for me. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, I love, we love, you know, having sex with each other. And um, it was, it was, it was hard to, yeah. to like lose that. So, so like, what made you lose it? Like to me, to be honest with you, the <laughs> most compatibly sexually I've ever been is mm-hmm. with my wife. <laughs> Which is a good thing, right? Because, no. Good answer. No. I know it sounds like I'm asking good for brownie answer. points, but that's a good thing, right? Because yeah. it's just like, man, you know, the person that you've been most compatible with is the person that you're with. So that works. Some people, it don't work out to them. So Do you think that's because that's the person you've had sex with the longest? Can I think even, of can you even remember all your sexual escapades? Nah, it's just been so long. Some has been so some long. Some are just right? funny stories, but I don't remember routines. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Cause you, routine could be good and bad. Routines could be like this works for me. I know how to get my jollies off, and that works. And then routines could be like I'm expecting this move. I'm expecting the left, right, up, down combo, finish him kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> right, so the last question on this topic is, has chasing after physical ever led you down a bad road? All the time. To me, I, I've been in situations where I almost got lined up because Shorty was bad and I was supposed to meet her somewhere and it was in the projects and it was in the bad <laughs> part of hood. And then it was just like, you know what? When I was younger, Yo. I like to wear jewelry now. Like me, I'm older. I keep it a buck. I'm 30-something. Shorty, meet me I'm down not, the block. I'm not going into <laughs> every hood with all my chains out. Yeah. I know some hoods like, you know what? Let me leave my ch- let me leave my jewelry home tonight. Come out with something simple Give or vice versa. But when I was younger, chick. I'm like like yo. Give me a hood I thought I was big chick. and bad. I'd go to and then it was just one of those. Whoa! It was a bad situation. It was just like dudes in the hallway, dudes in the stairs. But you had to go to the door. No, no. She wanted me to come check her in her no, spot. No, no. Project check. Yo, meet me outside, bro. So it was meet a bad outside. situation, but it w- I wouldn't call it a bad road because it was one of those. I. Right, Every time we hang out, I'm taking you out or you're meeting somewhere. I'm not taking you to the jungle. You live in the jungle. I'm a domesticated person. I don't go to the jungle. <laughs> but what about you? Have you ever chased a physical, ever led you down a bad road? Um, I don't know. Not a bad road like that where I felt my life was in danger. But just a bad situation. Like, Has any of your relationships been because of the physical? And then you're just like, man, this person wasn't compatible to me. But we was just so physically attracted that the relationship blossomed into Well, more. yeah. It, 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 chasing the physical and the chemistry that I had with somebody else when I was married, it led me down a bad road. Mm. Because if I was thinking now, my mind state was clearer, I would have made better decisions yeah. and not ruined everything or took the risk that I took yeah. to ruin everything, ultimately, um, because I would have, I would have thought better not, not to about excuse, it. Not to excuse you, but you were young, yeah. man. Yeah, I was Let's young think about when it. Married. You was married at 20, 21, 21, 22. Yeah, that's tough. Twenty-two years. So yeah, I'm not excusing you for that. But no, I'm give just me, like, give me, give me excuses. I need no, excuses. but I'm just saying, think about it now. Like, like me, I got married at twenty-six, turning twenty-seven. I still was young, but I just had a lot of more time. Under my belt right. before I got married. Yeah, no, because that was fifteen years later or something like that. I don't know. It, the temptation of the flesh was so much stronger than it is now. Mm-hmm. Like I can see a chick or whatever, and I still like, be like, "Damn, she bad." Like when you older, but right? You see not, a bad chick and you realize she's problems, and you just have no problem with letting that go. Exactly. You right? be like, oh, that's even, nice. even even when I'm chilling with married men and we we at the bar and something like that, and a beautiful young person come in, she be like, "Ah, oh, she'll ruin my life." We don't think twice. <laughs> yeah, we you can say that now because like, you don't need. You realize when you, you don't younger, need to though, conquer. You be like, "I need that." Yeah, I need that you, in my life. Like you didn't. You don't it's need different. it. You the cheater. You don't need every antelope. You don't need every. You know, dare to get. You just realize, ah, let that one go. There'll be another one. You know what I'm saying? Yes. All right, so uh, we're going to go into the last topic. We got like 10 minutes left in the show, so we'll try to keep it efficient. All right. Gifts versus work. Shout out to my boy, Jason Kerr. I went to his workshop, Mm -hmm. Becoming More. Mm -hmm. And he said something that kind of, he was just like, God gave us all gifts. If one of your gifts is not what you're doing for work, why are you there? Right, that's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Just think about that. How many of us doing jobs because it just makes money? I know some people like, yo, I'm just there for a check. Which is cool. If you could get that check and your check is nice, I respect that. 
But when you've been just getting a check for 25, 30 years, you're in a good place financially. But then your kids or your grandkids come to you and be like, you know, tell me the story of your life. What, what did your life mean? Mm-hmm. And you're like, damn, I just worked till I retired. I didn't make no mark on this earth. Mm-hmm. I didn't do anything that. that made me happy. <coughs> but I was, you know, I, I provided. I provided for your father a lot or your of people daughter. Say that. That's a that's a that's great tough. Provider. That's tough. Provider. To be honest with you, even this platform that we have, right? It, mm-hmm. It's not the most biggest platform and stuff like that. The fact that I get to talk to people, interview yeah. people, speak to people about life, their goals, it's therapeutic their vision. For me. It's therapeutic. I don't it, know. it makes me feel like sometimes I'll say something and someone be like, yo, yeah, the conversation y'all had, I was going through something similar. And just hearing that people like me had those kind of problems and all figuring it out made me figure it out too. Yeah. That's like, damn, that's deep. I'm not Oprah or nothing like that. But you know what? I was able to just help somebody just because I was And able this to is talk in the loud. archives. So when you say that, like your kids or grandkids, whatever, come to you and be like, you know, what have you done? You'd be like, Check this out. Go go listen to this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's, some, it's something they, like they that. They might find interest in it. They might f- find yeah. something different about you. I thought that dope. So, first question: Are you using your gift in your current vocation? No. Then no. you said that fast. I mean, I I'm using one of my <laughs> gifts. I'm a good financial mind. So me working in the finance business, but I'm not a good schmoozer. I'm not a good. I'm not a good. Look at me. Look at what I did. I did so much. Kind of person. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work in corporate America because your bosses know. There's some people that your bosses know that give Morvin's this project. He's going to get this project done. That's good. And some people who be like, look at this project. Oh, my gosh. It was the biggest project in the world. And look at the bows and the ribbons that I put on it. And you have to sell yourself. Mm -hmm. I'm not the best at selling myself, and I have to work on that. That's one of my things that I have to get. When I say like get uncomfortable, because when you get uncomfortable, you adapt. I have yeah. to, I have to be That's like, hey, look at me. Clifford always tell me like, yo, <laughs> Clifford will start promoting the podcast and promote. Clifford will tell someone that I wrote a book, mm-hmm. and Clifford will do this, and they'd be like, promote I didn't know all that, you. and I just be like, better than you. I don't yeah. know how to, you know what I'm saying? So I am using one of my gifts, but I'm not using all of my gifts. I am a great. Um, I believe I'm very good at public speaking, mm-hmm. and I believe I'm pretty good at entertaining. Yeah. Like people are entertained by me. Yeah. And any, any form Are you of not fashion. entertained? Yeah, like most of my entertainment now, um, I entertain my kids, you know. Yeah. I entertain my family. Yeah. They're entertained by me, but I'm not using it in any form or facet. And my my son's mother, uh, she used to always tell me, she'd be like, Yo, you you are gifted. You know what I mean? It's one of the nice things she used to say to me. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, in what capacity gifted. did she say you were gifted? Because I could just come up with stuff. Okay. Like, we used to sit at the table and just crack jokes on each other. Yeah. Or I can come up with a song off yeah. the top of my head. Yeah. And, like, That's good. Some nothing. people are outgoing. You know what I'm, I, I'm outgoing I'm in that outgoing capacity. Like that. I'm outgoing in that capacity, like, being able to, like, create raps or write books or something like that, express myself kind of thing. Yeah. But I feel like I don't sell myself enough, and I know I have to. Which is funny, right? Because I always feel like all my life I had to fight. I always had to sell myself to all women. All my life I had right? to fight. But, you know, as far as selling myself business-wise, yeah. professionally, I don't do that well enough. And okay. and, and, and I realized in 2019, That's going on 2020, I got to get uncomfortable. I got to promote myself. I got to yeah. be like, yo... I'm doing such and such. And I challenge everybody who's who's just like me mm. to un, undo those ways. Step out of your box, right? It don't have to be arrogance. It don't have to be making a spectacle of yourself. But you have to realize, like, yo, no one's going to care for you if you sit in that cuticle and do everything they ask for you because that's what they expect. They're not going to appreciate that. You have to let them know, like, I'm doing magic. Even if you're not doing like, magic, I can, I can, you got to find myself, a way to present what you're doing as magic. I can see myself on the platform, like, wilding out. See? Just that type of to shit. To me, I, I, feel I, like, I feel like I could freestyle. I can do all that stuff like that. But I feel like I'm kind of shy yeah. to do while and out. While and you got to pull it right off right your off head. head. To me, right? I like to write and prepare kind of thing. Nah. So the next question, is the gift you're working on, is there a gift you're working on or, or trying to make it into a business? Um, There's a gift I thought about, um, but I'm not. I'm not even sure that that's my gift. Yeah. It's just something I feel like I might be able to do. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's like when you think about this stuff, if you are thinking about it in the financial aspect, yeah. is it really um, 
that good because you know instead of thinking about it as this is something I want to do this is something I need to do you're like well I want to can I make money from this mm. I want to do it to make money but we, we at you know the end what I mean day, we, we need money to pay bills and stuff like that yeah so even even yeah. every idea you come with sometimes there's more passion like this this show we've been doing this show for two years I would love if this show was on a platform like a complex or mm-hmm. kind of what where they would give us a check. We made that would enough, be great. We made enough money to because like, we get we get something from this show even though we don't get paid. Yeah, I know you do. I do. It's just like so if we could do this and get paid paid for, paid for it like we should kind of thing. I would love it, but at the same time, you still need to have the bills paid. Mm-hmm. So um, the last question. And then we'll, we'll wrap up the show and then do our shout outs. Is what will you try in the next six months to grow the gift that you have? Anything <laughs> in the next six months, I'm going Anything. to explore, right? Because uh-huh. you, you see certain things, you see people do things, you see successful people, and you try to replicate what they're doing, but sometimes it doesn't work for you. I'm gonna so try not, to put myself around more people, yes. I, like I, I want to put myself. In circles and conversations, that. I want to see people who grew brands mm-hmm. and grew businesses and kind of see like where my niche, niche, whatever niche. you want to say yeah. is, right? Because I think a lot of times if we try to follow a wave, right, mm-hmm. you get lost in that wave. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. it's just a lot of people doing the same kind of thing. So you got to like, what is going to be my niche? Who are going to be my people I need to speak to? Who are going to be my people that support? Right? Yeah. Because there's a lot of phantom supporters. There's a lot of people who will tell you when no one else is listening, good job. But when everybody's listening, they don't got nothing to say. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and at the same time, you need both. You need the phantom listeners to keep you going. But you also need the livelihood, the the, the crowd, right? The, the marketplace. So you got to create that marketplace. So in the next six months, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to figure out, you know, my talents, how I can make them grow do things uncomfortable how do I get the exposure right because it's tough you know just talking to CEOs of small brands and like talking to my mans like yo I've been doing my brand for 10 years and it's just tough it's hard you know what I'm saying and like mm-hmm. success success is not a straight line so we gotta figure out ways yeah, to like there's no blueprint find that branding sometimes you gotta mm. you gotta spend sometimes we spend money into our things and we spend money into our brands or our businesses in the ways that we know we have to explore on how to spend money in building brands in the ways that we're not comfortable or we're not new and exploring different things right because yeah. I feel like we, we throw darts and we want to hit the bullseye every time no sometimes you gotta throw a dart and hit the corner and I'm like you know what I'm getting there I'm on the board celebrate the fact that you know what you hit you learned like even even with our, our podcast, I learned what ways to market work, what ways the market didn't. Mm-hmm. I've watched it grow from like, okay, we can only You're do two thousand views, three thousand views, and then I was just like, oh, I know how to get us twenty thousand views, twenty five views every week, kind yeah. of thing. It's, it's it's growing, it's learning, it's learning your niche and stuff like that. So that's the end of our podcast. Happy yo, Memorial yo, yo. Day to everybody out I'm there. I'm coming to the barbecue. You know what I'm saying? So do you want to? You at? Once again, salute you again as a veteran. That's right. Who, who, Shout out to all service. our service members: Army, yes. Air Force, Marines. Yes. Um, Coast it's too Guard, many of y'all for me to remember. Navy. My boy Fred. Much love. Shout out Fred. Who, who else? He's a warrant officer services. now, doing big. Damn, there's so who many. Else? I can't think of off the top of my head, which is bad. But I, <laughs> I, I, I salute you though. I, you oh, did yeah. a sacrifice that I wasn't built for, and I appreciate that. Shout out that. my boy German. You know what I mean? You no. Know? Listen, let me um give you shout outs real quick. I want to shout out um the girl Stephanie, SBB bartender. Yes, she was a guest on the guess. show. She came through yesterday, dropped off some drinks for the barbecue. Big up yourself. Big up yourself. Um yes, much love. Um who else? I wanna shout out um my little ones. Kayla, Kira, MJ, Mello. Love you guys, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Um who else, business-wise? Oh, my sister. My sister's doing big things. Yeah. Trying to get her ass her back show. on the show. Yeah. New, new yeah. nails. She has a, her show on Vibe. On Vibe. She's doing a, her own individual, like, interview session show on Vibe. Yeah. So look for that online. Um, she's still in the battle rap community doing it big. She got her new, new nails apparel, all the of that. The princess of URL. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's it, man. Shout out to us, man. We're going to keep grinding for y'all. It's been a while. You know? you know what? 
Also, shout out to everybody you know, out there who continue to support us. Shout out to the yes. many different yes. countries that support us. You don't understand the love Africa gives us. <laughs> Overseas. Jamaica, like different Yo. places, right? Like even some places I don't like, do they understand English like that? But they show love. They write comments. They're like, good job and stuff like that. And you're just like, wow. We need that love home, too. We need that home love. Shout out to my sister, Kamara, who made MD. Kamara. Good job. Nice. Shout out to my brother, John, who's also MD. I'm so proud of you guys. You guys are like big freaking deals. Yes. You guys reminded me like, you know what? I have so much work to do. (laughs) But it's not a comparison thing. It's just like you got to watch people's blessings and be inspired Mm -hmm. by them. Yes. Not why not me? I see their success as it's possible. Yes. They look like me. They have the same parents like me. It's a work ethic that needs same to apply. Right. Sometimes you're trying to do something in a way that's not the way you should do it. Mm. So you got to figure out how do I reroute. You know how your GPS reroutes you? <laughs> Everybody out, don't get mad if you get you lost. Reroute your plans. You know what I'm saying? No. Who else I need to shout out? Like I get another plug. Shout out to Uncle Don's Kitchen. The food was amazing. They're out of Long Island, New York, and Hempstead. Like I said on Instagram, it's uncle underscore Don's underscore kitchen underscore. You know, you know, reach out to them for your catering needs and stuff like that. Shout out to Cliff Rock, Banal, Man of Bitty Gut. They'll be back next week. Amanda you know with what? the candles. Like I always, like fire. my new thing, I always used to say go out there and chase your legacy, not your liabilities, but go out there and get uncomfortable. Then reroute your GPS. Reroute. And we out. Views. Peace.